Welcome to the Stellar Labs podcast, Future Learning Today. At Stellar Labs, our mission is to bust the technology skills crunch with effective, measurable, engaging training. We consult on, design, and deliver the technical and people skills and competencies you need in business. In these podcasts, you'll hear from industry experts and practitioners from the worlds of technology and training. They'll share their experience, insights, and inspiration, and their visions for the future with you. Keep listening to start your future learning here today. Hello, I'm Stella Collins, Chief Learning Officer at Stella Labs. Today's podcast episode was recorded live at the Learning Technologies Conference 2020. Today, I'm delighted to be talking to Herr Driesen, Learning Innovation Leader at a New Spring. Herr is one of the smartest, kindest and best connected people I know. And one of his goals is being successful by making others successful. He achieves that hands down. Good afternoon, Herr. Hello, Stella. How's the session gone so far? Yeah, really nice. Uh, inspiring, different points of view. So really what uh, I was looking forward to. Yeah. Good. And I'm looking forward to meeting some of the, uh, the students that you've invited over from um, Holland yeah. and from Belgium. Yeah. What's, what are they kind of looking for, do you think? Yeah, so uh, we have this Dutch-Belgium delegation for many years now. And a few years ago, some students started uh, connecting with the delegation. But now there are about 20. And what I find is interesting is that they say, OK, when I'm walking around here on the exhibition and also look at the themes of the sessions there, uh, they tell all kind of stuff that we uh, didn't learn uh, at university yet or didn't discuss at university yet. So that's that's an interesting one. So it's a really good place for them to pick up some real yeah. workplace um, ideas and learning. Yes, I guess so. Okay. And I think it's really nice that they, in that early stage of their career, uh, take the initiative and uh, put in the effort, etc., to come over and uh, inform themselves. Yeah, I think it's really, it's really cool. I wish I'd had that sort of opportunity when I was perhaps their age. Yep. Uh, we are actually going to interview some of the uh, 30 under 30s a bit later on as well. So yep. uh, that's going to be interesting to see what, what they've been doing, perhaps at a slightly different stage in their careers. Yep. So I've got a couple of questions for you here that I'm really interested in your thoughts on. Last time we uh, met uh, at a goldfish bowl, we were having conversations about um, learning from errors, learning from mistakes, learning from the things that um, don't always go perfectly. So I'm kind of interested, what have you left behind in learning that you never want to go back to? Oh, so many things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is one example that I can recall very uh, vividly. And uh, I was a trainer uh, and for, for a few years. And I said in a communication training, we will do role play after the break and I will use my camera to uh, do some video and it will be really helpful and exciting uh, to get some feedback also with video. And then there was one guy who said to me, hmm, uh, sorry, I don't do video. Said, I, th I thought, okay, I can handle that. I heard it before. So I said, ah, don't you worry. Uh, I understand. That's a bit weird. It's also weird for me after all those years uh, hearing and seeing myself. But you will be amazed how effective it will be uh, for you. So please take a break, grab a coffee, and uh, it, it, will be, it will be fine. Uh, but then the others left the room and he came to said, I really want to stress once more, I don't do video. I said, oh, but 
but I thought I handled it well. But please tell me. He said, I have been a prisoner of war and I was captured uh, somewhere for 10 days with a video uh, pointed at me at one side and a Kalashnikov at the other side. So I'm not uh, sure how I will react if you put me on video. So please be aware of that. I. <laughs> <laughs> it's not often you get something quite as dramatic as that. No. But I think we've all had those moments when as, as trainers we've thought, yeah, yeah, we can, we can handle it. We can, yes. we can deal with the, the difficult delegate. And yes. actually then sometimes you, you do meet something that is perhaps yeah. rather more challenging than you I were thought expecting. I could be proud, but in fact, it, I was arrogant, not listening to the guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's something we can all relate to. So um, another thing that I, I've heard people talk about on um, all sorts of different conversations, but I thought it would be an interesting one, is if you could organize the perfect dinner party for learning and development or for people perhaps not for learning and development, the perfect dinner party and invite people who've inspired you in terms of learning, present, past, possibly even future. Yeah. Who would you invite? Oh, that's an interesting question. <laughs> um, I think uh, I first came over to the conference uh, here in London where we are now because there were two speakers from the US and I studied their work. Uh, the one is Ray Kurzweil He's a very optimistic guy about the future. And the other one is uh, Jaron Lanier, who is kind of pessimistic, although he worked uh, quite intensely in the IT industry. And so they have a different view on the future. And I think that tension between uh, the optimistic side and the pessimistic side is, are both very interesting and we should take into consideration. So uh, definitely uh, would like to have them on the table. Um, I had the opportunity to uh, meet Robert O'Brinkerhoff a few times and um, his impact map is a great tool that I like a lot and uh, yeah he's a very smart guy who has a very interesting uh, point of view looking at uh, learning and learning impact so he would be a nice uh, guy at the table and then we ended up with three guys so then, of course, I would invite the four brain ladies also to come <laughs> over. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, because the, the neuroscience, of course, is very interesting and in how that progresses. Uh, so that's also a, an ex exciting topic uh, to include in our profession and, and keep learning about that all the time. And, and I'm really interested in that, Herb, because I've just had a conversation over lunch about, um, you know, can we use neuroscience in, in learning and development or can we not? And I think a lot of that comes down to what is your um, description of, of neuroscience. But what are your thoughts about using, using science and evidence-based learning yeah. in what you do? Okay, so let's invite another lady at the table, Miriam Nalen. She just uh, published a book about evidence-informed uh, learning and development. And... Um, yeah, I think it's hard sometimes. So one, one part, that's the most logical part, is that I think uh, if we really want to be a good profession, we should uh, be aware uh, and we should well know uh, the insights based on, on uh, evidence, on research, about learning and all the elements that are there to, uh, to create and to organize the best possible learning solutions. I think it speaks for itself. 
at the other part, and maybe that's also a bit general in our industry, um, sometimes if people believe in that they have a piece of the puzzle that's very important, quite often it is very important, but then there is this ten tendency to start pushing that only piece of the puzzle. And that gives the impression that all the rest is not relevant or not important, etc. So I think the main challenge is to always try to keep an overview of the different pieces of the puzzle and try to connect them in specific situations, specific contexts and specific challenges that, uh, that you have. And the evidence-informed part should uh, definitely be part of it. Yeah, and I think, you know, obviously really good trainers, really good designers have already got skills. They know what works because they've actually used it in practice and maybe there isn't any evidence yet yeah, for what they do. exactly. So I don't think we should... Um, I think somebody talked about it earlier. We shouldn't be throwing the baby out of the bathwater. Just because exactly. there is no evidence doesn't mean it doesn't work. But it may well be that, you know, we do know there are things that, that don't work. Yeah. Interestingly, talking about the jigsaw piece, I had the conversation with Bob Mushy yesterday. Okay. And he was saying that people often say, oh, Bob, you don't like classroom training. Yeah. Because he's talking about learning in the flow of work so much. Yeah. And he said, no, I absolutely love classroom training. It's fantastic. It's got a real place. Yeah. But it's just a part of the jigsaw. It's not exactly. the whole thing. You can't do everything with classroom training. And neither can you do everything in the, the flow of work. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a really good conversation with him. So one last thought: what would be your last sort of thought from uh, from our conversation and from what you've perhaps learned at Learning Tech in the last half day, half day and a half? Yeah, we just started. So, but I was in a session around learning ecosystems, and um, it's amazing to see um, the lady Danny Johnson, who is a very uh, smart lady, doing research on all kind of things, but also in learning uh, ecosystems. Um, when she started interviewing people about this topic, um, quite often the first answer she got around, hey, how many uh, pieces of technology, apps, whatever do you have in place, that uh, the people said, yeah, we have only one LMS. Uh, what do you mean? And then when the uh, conversation continued, quite often they ended up with 11 uh, <laughs> pieces of technology uh, and sometimes even more so I think that that also is part of tying things together in a smart way and it's it's not only on the puzzle side the pieces of the puzzle may be more conceptual or the way we want to approach learning but also be aware that um, you are part of an ecosystem and having an overview of that ecosystem um, connecting the dots and knowing how to connect the dots in a smart way I think uh, that's a very useful idea, idea to move forward with I like the idea of connecting the dots that's a really nice one Hair, thank you very much for as always a really interesting conversation and I hope you enjoy the rest of the conference thank you so much bye, bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Please share it with your friends and colleagues and visit our website, stellalabs.eu, to learn more about what we do and how we do it. Tune into the next episode.